from the start. Right from the start. For me, that could only be you.
yo soy un borracho Eso dice la gente Que tú eres muy decente Para ser mi mujer Pero ellos no comprenden Que esto es mi destino Que las copas que tomo Brindo por tu Siento que algún día te alejes, que algún día me dejes herido el corazón Pero quiero que sepas que eres tú mi vida, pero ese es mi destino, el maldito licor Cuando tú me dejes a mí
Oh, Lord. 
the barrios and to the backbone of every man in the barrio. The Chicanitas, compa.
makes me feel just right Baby, you are the only one That's got me over time Working day and night To keep you satisfied Baby, you are the only one That I need in my life Baby, you are the only one That makes me feel just right Baby, you are the only one That's got me over time Working day and night To keep you satisfied
Alright, cheers. Thanks for doing this. No worries, thank you. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my name is Monica. I go by Moni Loca. I am from a little area called Encano in San Diego. It's a small community, one of the oldest communities. We don't even have sidewalks. That's how like old it is. And um, right now we're interviewing, we're doing this interview in um, Barrio Logan Heights, which is, we're like a, I want to say like a block away from Chicano Park. Today is La Vuelta, which is a, the first legal cruise in San Diego. The first legal cruise in San Diego. And so we're here. Hey, what's up? Good, you too? Good, good. I'll see you later. All right. And as you can see, we're just literally sitting uh, uh, in front of the carrito, uh, right next to Beatbox. And like people are walking by. You'll hear cars, lowriders, sirens. You'll hear it all right now, which is part of, I guess, the aesthetic of being here. Bombitas going through, you know, um, it's something that's really nice here, especially for it being the first legal cruise in uh, San Diego, and we have to thank the commander for that, um, you know, Miguel Alatorre, who put this together, and it's a great family-friendly event, so make sure you guys out in San Diego come by and check it out. So, um, I first got introduced uh, to records by my uncle, who was a DJ. Um, I would sit in his room and he would just like DJ all the time and I'd bring my homegirls over and we would just like hang out and like back then you gotta think this is like the early 90s so vinyl was still the thing it was kind of like in the transition of when like CD DJs were kind of starting to come in you know but he used to DJ like house music and all that stuff but I was really into like oldies so I started playing oldies and we would uh, he would do weddings and I would play the oldies while people were eating and I'd play like oldies and boleros and he would DJ the rest of the night and I was like 15 years old so it was a lot of fun for me to be like at a wedding and then I kind of stopped collecting after I had my daughter and just focused on you know being a mom and I guess just kind of like I don't know like I felt like after I had my daughter my mom was kind of like you have to be a mom you can't do anything fun so then that's what I did and then um, my record stayed in a room and I would where my grandma actually stayed with us and I was never able to get them because she was just always thought people were stealing all her shit so I never was able to get in there once she passed away you know we went in there to clean the room out and I found my little collection and there were some cracked records and stuff but like it was kind of like I started getting back into it and I started buying records and just like got back into it again it was like maybe um, 10 years after my daughter was born and then I just started collecting I got asked to DJ an event and haven't stopped since then <laughs> so it's been a good a good run after that what inspires me to DJ I feel is just sharing music I feel every time I DJ Especially when it's soul music or oldies, I want to give a little piece of myself to everybody. You know, I feel that my records often say what I can. So usually when I play my sets, you can kind of feel like what I'm feeling. So 
you know, I always want everybody to have a good time and leave a little bit better than what they left, you know, what they walked in. And to me, it's just, you know, that motivates me. Seeing people having a good time, seeing people like, that's my jam, you know, like, it's, it's just, it's a nice feeling. So I always make sure that, you know, whenever I, like, pick my records, I'm, like, curating the sound that I want for that evening. And I want to make sure that people kind of, like, feel that and get that vibe and enjoy it like how I enjoy playing my records and I know every time I play I always get super nervous my hands get super shaky whether it's like 10 people 100 or a thousand people it doesn't matter like I'm wanting to give you the best experience when you walk in the door so it's like very ner like it's just I want to make sure I do good you know like I was really fortunate that know once I started collecting like got back into collecting again after like when my grandmother had passed away um one of the guys is I still DJ with him to this day his name is Weicho he goes by your neighborhood DJ you know he asked me to DJ he's like hey do you want to DJ a party with me and I was like yeah sure I didn't ask him what it was but then I found out it was like an after Chicano Park Day party for like one of the big car clubs and I was like oh, okay no pressure like ah. but after that like we DJ'd like car club picnics together. We DJ'd like, he's like, hey, Moni, I need your help. Can you come DJ this? We were together doing back and forth DJing or I would show up and then he would come later. Um, and then I just, he was that person for me who like got my foot in the door and like got me into just, like it's just DJing and just having fun and just, you know, enjoying myself. And also like teaching me like, the rules dj etiquette the ins and outs you know because there is there is a lot of ins and outs there is a lot of dj etiquette there's stuff that you don't know until someone tells you what it is um so i always make sure that whenever like i dj with somebody new or somebody who's just kind of i shouldn't say somebody new somebody who's just new into djing i make sure to tell them hey like don't forget like you're new to this so this is what you want to do. This is, this is what you might want to get, you know, like the bare minimums, you know. And I I always want to do like what he did to me. Like he gave me that chance, you know, to just be out there and be seen, you know. Because there wasn't, and there is, still isn't a lot of women DJs out there, you know. And a lot of people don't want to give, you know, some girls a chance. And then when they do give them a chance, it's just because they want to see them, like, dancing behind the turntables. And it's like, you know, and, or, like, you get that backhanded compliment where it's like, you're a really good DJ for a girl. And it's like, well, why do you have to say that? Why can't I just be a good DJ? You know, but he, like, taught me, you know, everybody else's opinions, everybody else's problems is not yours. You focus on what you're doing on your dance floor and you know like just fuck everybody else pretty much you know what yeah. i mean do what makes you happy and you know if there was a lot more weechos out there you know i feel like the dj community would be a lot different although the dj community is very welcoming you know there are clicks and things like that and just like everything in life you know you just kind of like navigate through it and uh, make friends with people and so that's kind of how you get into it and like meet new friends at DJ when you get I always this is one thing I always tell people like if if I'm making money we're all making money and I don't feel that people should have if you're making if you're making a DJ night and you're not paying the person who's DJing with you you're being shady yeah and you know I've, I've, I've even had people that like 
are like, Money, I want to learn how to DJ. Can you show me? And I'm like, look, come through. I have a headphone splitter. Listen to what I'm doing. Listen to how I'm like beat matching or how I'm cueing my record. You know, listen to how I'm doing this. Come watch me. You know, I've never turned anybody away. I've never said no. I've, I've, I feel like if you give somebody a negative experience, that's something that you're going to hold on to much more than a good experience. Good experiences, we have them all the time. And we don't think anything of them because we think that those are just things that should happen all the time. But once you have a bad experience, you're quick to run and tell somebody why it made you feel bad. You know, bad, they say bad news travels faster than good news. And, you know, I always feel like I'm, I would never turn anybody away. You know, come up, watch what I'm doing. Come look what I'm doing. Come see how I do this. You know, you want to know how I look for my records? Like, ask me. I always tell people, make friends with your DJs. Make friends with your record store people because they're the ones who are going to be, like, your most important allies in navigating through everything. Um, I have lost and ruined records i played somewhere and someone swiped a huge chunk of my funk like old school funk records like i remember like i was going through my box and i was like this is not as full as it used to be but i mean that's what happens when you go out there and you have a good time and you leave your record somewhere and you think that people are gonna respect space and you know that happens um i have had a record ruined um, not by me, by someone else. Um, they dropped a mic stand on my record. And I think the worst thing was that that record was given to me by someone who I've never met before. You know, it was a collector who was like, you know what, Mooney, this record's a little rough, but I know you're going to appreciate it. You know, you can appreciate it. And I'm like, thank you. And, you know, I just literally put it down to go grab my box. And then someone's child dropped the mic stand on it and it cracked in half and it's like it sucks but you know those are casualties of war I guess you could say you know I don't want to say it's his fault I don't want to say it's my fault but you know it's just what happens the songs today I picked you know it's summer it's really warm here today you know in Logan and I kind of wanted to pick some more up-tempo stuff so a lot of the things that I picked are like medium like crossover like up-tempo stuff because I'm like I'm in a good mood I'm super happy I just got back from Disneyland and I'm like just in a very good mood and and I want to put that out there and I want people to pick up on that and like have that little pep in their step you know I may not be playing funk you know but those songs still hit and I think if I had to like name my my set it's like after one of the songs that I have by Patty and the Bombers mixed up Shook Up Girl because I'm like all, I'm gonna be all over the place <laughs> Why do you like sad songs? And it's like, 
you know, it's not so much that it's like the sad, it's just comforting to know that I'm not the only person out there that's feeling sad. And there's a song to, you know, put it to. So I feel like just like soul music, and I know saying soul music is such a broad term, but I do mean it like in all aspects, like all of soul music. Like I love collecting, you know, sweet soul. I love collecting like crossovers, like funk and you know gospel and just a lot of different things you know soul is like it's like saying oldies you know it's such a broad term but i just i mean that's just that's what i love to collect the bulk of my collection is i should say is soul music but i also love to collect whatever i like if i like it i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna collect it whether i play it for myself or play it out at an event it's it's mine um, my current that's on like rotation right now let's see um has to be think back by the mondels that's been really in like heavy rotation and i just recently acquired that record so even more now in the rotation although i haven't played it out publicly yet it is one of my favorites it's just like just the words and the metaphors that it says just you know i just really like that record and I'm happy that it's finally like it's in the box now well some of my favorite record stores actually is right behind us one of them it's beatbox right beatbox records right here on Logan Avenue Bernie um, make sure you guys follow him on Instagram he has like a lot of heat and it doesn't last long in here because people will literally come from like out of town I was literally working across the street at the swim shop and he posted something and I had to run across to come get it before someone else did um, Beatbox, feel it, feel it records is really good if you're looking for like those dollar bin like old school 90s R&B like house music like if you're into like digging for those like dollar bin stuff, feel it is definitely one of them. Uh, Soul Shock Records is another one. They, they just are they're new. They just opened like I want to say like two years ago maybe. I have a lot of stuff there. Um, I love Record Jungle in LA. Um, it's not organized. You really have to dig. It's just like a bunch of stuff thrown out there. Once in a while, you find a gem. You know, um, I was really lucky. I found the Ripples, uh, Cowgirls to Boys, two bucks. So I mean, it's an eighty dollar record. So I was really happy to find that. And I just feel places like that. What else? Twelves uh, in Long Beach is a good place. Um, trying to think in the bay area I, one of my like must go to is ricky ricardo Dave's the nicest person you will ever meet um i love going to yeah ricky ricardo's and then um pressed is new i haven't been there yet but everything he posts is like fucking fire um trying to think of what other places i usually hit in There is one more that's in, I think it's, it's in, uh, it's in LA area. Dang, but I can't remember the name of it. Um, geez, I, I can't remember the name of it. I know it's in LA, it has a lot of good stuff. It's in uh, Highland Park. So one of the things that I do right now is Lowrider Sundays and we kind of started off as, you know, just a show. I want to say like more record nerdy than anything, which is like playing records, interviewing our DJs, you know, and our friends. And it kind of became a little bit more than that, like after a few years. So it started becoming a little bit more after that. We started realizing like the importance of us 
you know, archiving this music and making it accessible, not just to people like in the community, like the record community or like in brown communities, but like all over the world, like you start realizing how much soul has an impact. So it became more of a sharing the stories of why this music is important and how this music came about, you know, the who, the what, the when, and the where, the why, you know, so... So one of the things was like the importance, like we started like Melissa, we had Mr. B on there when she found him, you know, the, the person who who made East Side Stories, you know, we've had Little Willie G on there who's really important to soul music here in Southern Cali. And like even just recently, we just interviewed Henry Benya from uh, San Antonio, who is like the reason why there's like all that good music that came out of San Antonio and like nobody knows this because they don't live there like the people who live there know it and it's like you know it's kind of like we made it like it kind of little light clicked in it's like now we have to really dig deep into these different little communities little cities and like find out their stories and it's like and share their stories with everybody because just like how like um um viejo solero up in um in the bay area like you know, I never got the chance to meet him, but we spoke on Instagram, I mean, and Facebook a lot of times. So to me, it's important that we make sure we share, especially elders' stories that, you know, their time here isn't guaranteed much longer. So we want to make sure we share them, you know, I don't want to sound morbid or anything, but it's important. It's important to share those stories, you know, firsthand, not like secondhand or thirdhand. So, um, the other thing that I'm working on is just, I mean, I've been doing some shows here in San Diego called Barrio Sessions, and it's mostly just like, I didn't want to, we used to do Barrio Soul Sessions, which is when I had Bobby Rose up, but now I want to call them sessions because I want to focus on just bringing music down, whether it be funk, whether it be soul, whether it be like an old school cover band, like whatever, like I wanted to make sure like everybody kind of had their space, like I want to make sure I provide a space for these shows to happen and also keep them all ages because I want to, I feel like music is really important, especially in a family aspect. And if we're talking about, you know, sharing our culture with our youth, it's really important. I, I hate that shows are always 18 and up or 21 and up. And it's like, I love making my stuff, you know, all ages. And it's, as long as I'm able to, I will. Um, other things that I'm working on, just like I have DJ nights, I have sleep, sleepwalking we've been doing um, over 11 years now. Uh, it's an old lowrider oldies old school funk night um, that we have going on here in San Diego, and I got some other stuff up my sleeve that I'm working on, and I kind of want to take myself more out of the DJ light and do more like event planning and promotion and giving that space to these new collectors, these new DJs that are out there, and you know I feel like a lot of times if you don't know somebody it's hard to get a foot in the door and I want that I want to be that person that's going to get you in the door I want to be that person that's going to give you that platform I don't feel like and I know this is I don't know like people might take this the wrong way I don't feel that what I do is like super like important I guess in a way but it's important enough that people like what I do and they appreciate what I do and it's given me that platform to be able to do it. And I'm super humble about it because it's just like, I'm just a girl with a box of records. 
and it's taking me so many places. So I want to make sure that people don't get discouraged by, you know, negativeness, you know, from other other collectors, other people. So that's one of my main things is just making sure there's space for everybody. Mm, here in San Diego, sleepwalking, definitely. If you guys like lowrider oldies and old school. the man takes Venmo <laughs> um, so um, well sleepwalking like I said all these old school the other one is gonna be like the cumbia night that's down here um, with like Anna Brown cumbia, Mach cumbia machine Hernandez um, that's a lot of these take place at the Manhattan um, that's one place you can follow and they'll have a lot of a lot of good stuff going on um, Another night that I like to go to, because I love, like, 80s, like, dark wave and stuff like that. It's a night that's called Fucking in the Bushes. It's at the Whistle Stop, and it's, like, a lot of fun. Also, Booty Basement here in San Diego, which is, like, 80s, 90s. Booty shaking music, but it's so much fun. Um, those are things that I highly recommend um, here in San Diego. And also, uh, San Diego City Soul. They do like Rocksteady and Northern Soul and I was just at one of their events and it is so much fun. You know, I feel a lot of times we get stuck in like, we only want to do this kind of event, but get out there, support. Um, I I go to all these events when I can, when I have time and they're so much fun, especially if you like cumbias, definitely. You want to follow um, Hernandez and Anna Brown and Cumbia Machine, they're like all over the place. One thing that I do like to, not one thing that I want to speak about is to make sure that you know men who invite women to DJ or be part of their nights to make sure that they feel comfortable in these areas a lot of times you know an open invitation to DJ is sometimes more than that and I feel like we need to make safe spaces for women to enjoy themselves and have fun and I feel like sometimes that's not the case and there's been incidents in the DJ community and in the music scene in, in general where, you know, things have happened and it's like, men, check your check your friends. You know, all of a sudden everybody's wanting to say, you know, like, abusers this, abusers that, but it's like, what are you doing to check your friends? And abuser doesn't always have to be physical. Mental is outweighs those physical scars by a long run. So remember like how you speak to people and how you speak to women and just remember to be you know courteous and nice everybody deserves respect um that's one thing the other thing is just be nice to all these new collectors i feel there's been a surge in collecting and be nice that's all i gotta say is be nice to everybody and um don't put anybody down um I just want to say like thank you to anybody who I've ever shared space with, who's ever invited me to come dig, anybody that's ever come up to me and said hi to me. I'm a big hugger, so I always like to hug everybody. Um, you know, April, you know, I, I love her. She's like my little daughter. I'm her abueloca, she calls me. Like whenever I go up there, I make sure that she has food and I make her frijoles or whatever, put them like Ziploc bags in the freezer, like such a mom. Um, but, you know, I love taking care of my friends and, you know, Melissa, 
we always say sh- we are each other's life partner because we share bank accounts. But like, we always say we've outlasted all the boyfriends we've dated. So we're the best relationship we've ever had. Um, all my friends in the Bay Area, um, I appreciate and have nothing but love for you guys. Um, we chill. You guys can follow him on your neighborhood DJ or Dalegas. He does a, a vinyl thon. And he's like super involved in the community and I always make sure to him involve him in all my events and I give him the bulk of my earnings so that I, you know, want to give back to my community and to him as well. You know, he's making a difference. He's actually a counselor. So, you know, for the youth. So I feel that I want to make sure that he is, you know, taken care of in that end. Um else I want to say thanks to um, thanks to my homegirls who put up with all my shit um, carrying my records that travel with me they're like my roadies sometimes and I appreciate you guys so much um, and and myself you know for like being 41 and doing like three hours of sleep a day two gigs sometimes and I'm still trucking and my eyebrows are on straight and <laughs> you know I'm still doing it you know and I keep telling myself like this is it this is gonna be my last year but it's just like there's still so much work to be done you know sharing stories that I just like pat myself every day on the back like you're doing good Miha you're doing good <laughs> um if anybody wants to get in touch with me you can follow me on my Instagram it's um, Moniloka. Um, you can follow our show, Lowrider Sundays. We do it every first Sunday of the month on Dublab from 2 to 4 p.m. Um, or you can even follow me on um, Facebook too, Moni Loca. Um, and if anybody has like DJ inquiries or anything like that, message me. Um, let me let me know what you want. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that wraps it up. I want to thank you oh, for thank you. meeting me and doing this interview. And doing this episode. Thank you. So. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because I laugh a lot. Oh, I, I, that's one thing we always talk about. Like uh, when I do the show with Melissa, she's like, whenever you laugh, make sure you move away from the microphone because <laughs> it's like so loud. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Let's do this. All right.